What's up, world? And welcome to another episode of the Couple of Nerds Podcast, an entertainment show that specializes in gaming news, friendly arguments, and the ever-popular, ever-evolving random questions of the week. This week, we've got a Splinter Cell anime, Hawkeye joins the Avengers game, and flight simulators coming to VR and more. But before we get to all that, I'm your host, Brandon Shockey, and I'm joined through the power of the internet by the headshotting, platinum trophy hunting, original PC master race, Nick Shockey. Hello, everyone. And the man that doesn't need sleep, the hot bottom of the hospital, the one that'll steal your heart and save your life, Kyle Rob. Hello, everyone. How's the week been, guys? Too bad. Pretty good. Yeah. No complaints. Yeah. No complaints. No no one got the Rona yet? No nope. Rona. Yeah, no Rona! <laughs> and before we get into the show proper, it's time for the random topic of the week. Uh, I'd also once again like to ask you, the viewer, if you have any questions, make sure to write into the show, leave comments on the YouTube video or on the podcast, wherever you find us. And uh, yeah, we'd love to answer your questions. Uh, Kyle, it is your turn. All right. So this one is a real short and simple one, but I just got to know. So what kind of showers do you guys have? Do you have like one that needs a shower curtain or do you have a shower door? Uh, I want a shower door, but I have a curtain. Okay. So when you get in the shower, when you do you turn the water on before you get in first off? Yes. Yes. Okay. When you get in the shower, do you step in the front of the curtain or the back of the curtain? Front. Furthest away from the water. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> so Nick, you jump in the front even with the water running. Yeah, because I move the I'm tall enough that I can just move the shower head. Okay. So yeah, I just haven't hit the, the wall. Gotcha. Okay. Mm, okay. And then I so get you... in, and then I move the shower head back. Move it back. Okay. Yeah. Ours is long enough, so I just step in the left side, like furthest away from the shower head. That's what I and do. Then it, it doesn't hit me, and then I can like. I would meander probably in. get in the back, but our our bathroom's too small. Yeah, so okay. like mm. to get to the back, you kind of have to like shimmy the toilet to get uh, to the back. So I just never a good time. You know. Yeah. If I wasn't okay. a small ass Columbus apartment. Probably. Back. <laughs> I really want a rainfall shower head. That's like the dream. Oh, we had one uh, actually when we went to Florida. Oh, did you? Yeah, we stayed at a, I don't remember, um, like a Hilton Express or Garden or something. I don't know. Anyway, it had one. It was really nice. I was oh. like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> They're so cool. <laughs> but like, it was so weird. So it had a shower door. Okay, guys. Okay. And it was th- this. The reason we stayed there is because it had just been built and it was super mm-hmm. cheap because COVID, you know, but <laughs> the the shower door was like on these like metal. It was very modern, like metal sliding door okay. thing. Okay. It kind of looked like a. Um, oh, like it was on like wheels yeah. on like a metal track. Uh-huh. But the fucking weird thing is, is that the door, the doors were not like parallel. Like they wouldn't touch, so one you would you would close the door, but there was a fucking gaping hole <laughs> between <laughs> the front and the back parts of the glass, mm-hmm. and it was right in the middle of the shower. So you would get a <laughs> shower, and you, just water would be shooting all over the fucking place. <laughs> like when Ashley was done taking the shower, like literally the entire bathroom floor was soaked, and I was like, <laughs> "Who designed this? Like, what the hell?" It was dumb. That reminds me in uh, England when I when I went in, I had to get a hotel room. And the one that they gave me was a handy handicap accessible one because uh-huh. that's all they had left. 
and like, you know, I have no issue whatsoever, but like I went into the bathroom and the handicapped bathroom was like, there was no shower. It was mm. just one big room oh. with like tiling for the entire room. And then the toilet was off to your right. And then your shower head was off on the left and there was a drain under the shower head. And so in the morning when I got a shower to get ready for work, I li- had to like, I, I asked for extra towels every day uh-huh. and I formed a towel barrier on the ground <laughs> because I didn't want it. Like when I took a shit, I don't want to have my feet in water or like when I'm brushing my teeth, yeah. the entire, like you would think that they would slope the room or some shit. Nah, there's no slope at all. It was fucking went everywhere. And like, I felt so bad the first time. Cause I was like, how, where, like, where do I put the water? Like, <laughs> do I squeegee this into the thing? Like, so yeah, I would literally form a barrier of towel to keep the water from going to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It was crazy. Um, so the first thing up on the docket, which heads up we, uh, for the viewer as well, we do not have a lot to talk about this week. It wasn't the most interesting week. Um, so we may not stick to topic. We may dive into more stuff that we don't know about, um, but it'll be we'll we'll figure shit out, you know, and I'll edit out all the boring parts that are me just sitting here trying to figure out what to talk about. So the first thing on the docket uh, is our Last of Us TV producer uh, says the HBO series will enhance the original game. So I thought that was interesting because this is one of the first like adaptations of a video game that I've been like actually super excited about. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get your guys' thoughts. Uh, I hope they don't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. hope they don't walking dead it. Like, yeah. I hope they, since it's HBO, I'm sure that they'll actually do a decent job at it and keep it with that same like fear factor, but you know, good story driven stuff. Yeah. So I'm hoping. Do you think it'll be a multi season show, or do you think it'll be like a one and done? Um, I could potentially see it going both ways i could definitely see it being a one and done kind of thing but yeah with hbo it's like well if it's successful because i mean they did that with watchmen right yeah watchmen was a one and done season so and that was seems like it was a pretty successful show so they could pull that card but well, i guess I, I don't know if Watchmen's only one season because i'm only you know, episode eight so i don't know i don't think it's coming back from what i thought i saw Looks like Watchmen was originally conceived as only one season. Uh oh, that sucks for you, Brandon. You're so you're so into that. Now it's almost over. <laughs> yeah, I literally got one episode left. Enjoy. I can't it. say I that there will definitely not be a second season, and I can't say there definitely will be. That's kind of where we're at. Oh my! <laughs> so we have probably no not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man! If they're willing to do it with that show, then it's like you know. Yeah, they might be the same way with like Last of Us. So this is interesting. I did not know this. So the synopsis by HBO, the story takes place 20 years after modern civilization has been destroyed. Joel, a survivor, is hired to smuggle Ellie. So literally the TV show is going to be the first game. I thought for sure they'd do like a prequel or something. No, it says uh, the series will cover the events of the original game with the possibility of additional content based on the forthcoming game sequel. Not going to lie, that makes me less happy. Yeah, my brain, because I feel like you could you could fuck up a lot. Well, yeah, the the game already kind of plays out like a movie, right? Yeah, especially when you do stuff. So it's like, why would you go and make the same thing? Well, like and it even said it won't. It won't be. Uh, it won't change the original game's ending. 
Okay, it's huh. still that just <laughs> like right. is so it just maybe one side quest? <laughs> no, I don't think it'll be a side quest. It's literally just going to tell the story of the game. Weird. Okay. Now that will be, I guess it'll be kind of cool because we know like what's going to be like around the corner. So like there will be certain times where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see this in film. That's like, true. But it it does. I was hoping that it was going to be like Joel's time before he met Ellie, like the yeah, like years. a backstory or something. Yeah, or, or like, even uh, follow the new characters, Abby and uh, Lev. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather just leave that for the uh, Last of Us Three, which we know is yeah. coming. So, yeah. so Mazin or Mazin, the creator of the the Shinoba series, is the one that's running in. And he said, I think fans of some I think fans of something worry that when the property gets licensed to someone else, those people don't really understand it or are going to change it. In this case, I'm doing it with the guy who did it. And so the changes that we're making are designed to fill things out and expand, not undo, but rather to enhance. I don't really know how you enhance it. Like, yeah, <laughs> maybe like one of the because it's the first game skips forward, just like the second one, right? Where it skips like days or whatever. Yeah. Um. So maybe like. Maybe we'll get like the two well, days true. on the journey or something that we didn't see in the game. So there's not very, having just replayed the first one, there's not really many skipping at the beginning. It's where okay. at the end of when you leave Pittsburgh and then the next time you see them is when they're in uh, Wyoming. Okay. So maybe we get that. So on there's a, that like huge whatever happens like, four or five, six months that Joel and Ellie are traveling across the country that we don't mm-hmm. see. I'd be into that. So maybe I mean, really- then you would have literally whatever you wanted to happen during that. Yeah. Right. Because as long as you survive, it doesn't really matter. Like, are, were there journal entries for those days at all? Uh, there's some like there, there's very little in Ellie's notebook about it. She mostly okay. is just really sad because that um, the African-American kid and dad that you or brother oh, that you meet yeah. in Pittsburgh because the kid oh. gets bit and he changes. Yeah. And then the guy, his brother, shoots himself. So really, it's just her journal entries about feeling bad with that. So, OK, that, yeah, huh. there, there's a lot of stuff in there that yeah, I'm very, I'm very interested to see where they go with that then. Like, yeah. what exactly will we get? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they can definitely have a lot of possibilities, but I don't know how it's kind of hard to enhance off of that, too. Like, even <laughs> right. if it is just that segment of time, too, I mean, at the end of the oh, day, yeah. how much is it going to really enhance? And right. also, like, the big punches, I'll know that they're coming. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not going to have the same effect, I don't think, for me. Yeah. But... I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. It's weird too because, like, you know, on like uh, like Walking Dead or whatever, it's like, oh, this was a zombie show and it kind of appealed to a, like a larger audience. And I feel like a Last of Us HBO series is going to be appealed to the gamers and not necessarily a huge audience. So I wonder, yeah. I wonder why they're going that route instead of telling a original story or something. Maybe it's so that they have because uh, Neil Druckmann is really, really involved with it. So maybe they're yeah. like, look. This is the only way that we'll let Last of Us actually be a show is if we have full creative control using the exact same story that we've already built. Mm. So, like, we know that we can make it good. Right. Whereas, like, you know, 
it's like we don't want to mess up Joel's character because part of maybe part of Joel's character that they want is the mysterious. You don't know what he did in those 20 years. Yeah, yeah maybe just, you just take it as, you know, Joel being a good guy and that hit different with last of us too. I think because you're like, Oh yeah, I, I keep forgetting that Joel has done really bad stuff. Right. And like, even what he did to save Ellie was really bad. So right. like, yeah, maybe it is that just cloud of like mysteriousness. Plus yeah. I guess if they showed too much, then you lose out on like finding the cool collectibles in the game of like, yeah. Oh, here's the federal officers and they got ambushed and they got right. killed off. Cause that's, you know, so I don't know. Maybe maybe that's where they're. I mean, I I am interested to be like in that world again, because um, like Last of Us is a weird game for me because I I generally stray away from horror games, and like Last of Us is a game that I like I I want to go back and play through two again, and I'm but I'm also terrified to go back and play through two again. <laughs> I think two would be like uh, less scary because you know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> that's true yeah like once you actually fought the stalkers for the first like it was okay. 10 minutes it was like okay now i know what they do i'm right. just gonna run up and shotgun them around the corner so <laughs> yeah you know do you guys yell when you you would do that because i do that all the time <laughs> i get real no. cool. i i get quiet like See, i was I, like I get... oh my god he's right there and <laughs> ashley's like why are you whispering and i was like because i have to or the hood right <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. There's a there's a character in uh, Apex and he's like an assassin robot pretty much. And he one of his lines is they get real quiet like they think they can hear me. And every time when I would get quiet in The Last of Us, I would think that <laughs> I was like, fucking where you at, you sons of bitches. <laughs> and then I would just like yell and run at something because for some reason, if I'm making a lot of noise or I'm not paying attention, I'm better. Uh, be like fuck you and then it doesn't matter if i get my neck ripped out <laughs> did you guys watch the avengers event i'm assuming not because it was like <laughs> no <laughs> i haven't even so, watched that i watched two seconds of the gameplay from whatever stream like last month and i was like this game looks like fucking hot garbage <laughs> so, like i'd not be surprised if it's a five out of ten See, I'm, I'm going with the. I think it's going to be a seven. I think uh, you're optimistic. Uh. <laughs> I was like, this game looks like shit. It runs terrible. It's not even like who the fuck wants to run around as Thor, who like moves like he's a fucking ninety year old man. <laughs> I was like, literally, I mean, this game is just missing like, for me. yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's hitting any of the right spots. Like. I feel like it's going to be one of those games that gets hyped up a lot, like um, fucking Anthem. Yeah. And then it's going to come out and just fucking bomb. And then they'll be like, oh, we'll <laughs> fix it. We'll fix it. And it's like, oh, Anthem's what, two years in now? And they still. <laughs> That's a large fixed. studio. I don't even know who the hell's making this Avengers game. I think it was the people that made Tomb Raider, isn't it? Uh, I don't think so. Um, Crystal Dynamics and Square oh Enix. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which what is terrifying it's like you made tomb raider one of the most beautiful games made and it's like this this game looks like nick said like kind of hot hot garbage i wonder it's, it's, if this is um like a side group at crystal dynamics i think it is because <laughs> like like i don't even like the way that like iron man looks like, <laughs> no, his, mask, his mask looks like dumb to me like it looks <laughs> too small like the face, like it just looks stupid. Thor looks a hell of a lot older. The Hulk is probably the only one that actually looks 
okay. I, yeah, because it just looks like Mark Ruffalo. Right? And then <laughs> it's like, I don't even give a shit about Miss Marvel, so... Oh, so it's co-developed. So Crystal Dynamics is handling probably like the background stuff, and Edios Montreal is so they're they're co-developing it. So God mm. knows who has more control over the game. I would assume based on seeing it, Edios Montreal, who made Deus Ex, which I mean, because Deus Ex is an awesome game, but it's also not the smoothest game. Yeah, right. like. It's a pretty clunky game, but it's cool because you're a cyber ninja, dude. Yeah, it'll be interesting because I, I saw a lot of people talking about it afterwards um, where they were like, you know, like, uh, I think it, it was kind of funny in GameSpot. They were talking about how they want to go in and like punch things as Iron Man and fly around for a minute. And then when they announced Hawkeye, that was apparently like a big fan service thing. Mm. Well, I, and then, yeah, I remember when it came out and Hawkeye wasn't in it, people were pissed off. But I was like, right. When you have all these other characters, like who is wanting to really play as Hawkeye? <laughs> right. Who wants to play as Hawkeye? Like, I think the hot the hard thing too is like I I have a thing against playing as multiple heroes, like uh, characters as a story. So like I'm very not into it just from that aspect. So you never liked like Ultimate Alliance or anything like that? No, I hated Ultimate Alliance. See, I like those games. Those oh, games I love were that fun, game. like hack and slash and Yeah. Like those ones were pretty fun. But like for I'd this like game, I like skill trees. Yeah, like for this game, it's like I would play as Thor, Iron Man, or the Hulk. And that'd be about it. Because yeah. Captain now America you in a to. game is never, <laughs> never that fun. Well, that's the interesting part. is it's It, it feels like each... Because you, you play as each character through the story missions. And then like each character has their own story mission. And it feels like it's very much a... Like, uh, like VR has like experiences like the Batman game is like you just walk around his mansion and solve puzzles and stuff. And it's like, this is what it's like to be Bruce Wayne. And I feel like this is that game, but fleshed out for 10 hours. Like, this is what it's like to be a superhero. And then you just get to do like cool set pieces. And then that's it. Like, there's very little to actually do. And apparently it sucks if you get that game on any other console than PlayStation, because apparently this article I'm reading right now, Spider-Man is exclusive to PlayStation right now. Is he really? Makes sense, because Sony... Because I guess they they, they came out and said that there would be surprises for PlayStation players, and they have a deal, and that says PlayStation versions of the Avengers will feature Spider-Man as an exclusive playable character, and it does not give a timetable either, so... That's gonna suck. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, you know, why would... Jesus... If you want, if you like Spider-Man, then they're forcing you to get it on a PlayStation. Right. Which that's crazy. Huh? Uh, says on the next gen versions, expect extremely fast load times, boosted resolution, fidelity, improved texturing <laughs> and armor destruction, ray tracing and more. Ooh. So it just doesn't look like because it's, it's not a game that I want to play. Um, but I, I feel like the people that do want to play it are <clears throat> this, this last stream felt like, like, I, I think I put on the thing uh, on the notes of like, I can't tell if square Enix and like crystal dynamics and them know that this game is going to be bad mm-hmm. and they're trying to, Hey, look at all the extra shit we added. Cause the stream, like I watched a little bit of it and it was literally them. Like we have these new game modes and we also have this multiplayer and there's this new character and this is what the gameplay looks like. And gotcha. like they kept adding information, but it was nothing like. 
this is why you have to buy this game. It was yeah. just like, here's more cool shit if you enjoy what we're doing. And it's like, I can't tell if you're trying to sell people that are not into the game on the game or if you're just, you know that it's not going to be great. And you're just like, hey, for those that are interested, here's some more stuff. And I, yeah, that was my thought watching the thing. I was like, I can't tell where y'all are at because it looks pretty. But then the, it just plays super, super clunk. I don't know. It's, it seems really weird. It seems like a game that could have been really good. And that's my thing. It feels like a game that could have been really cool. Especially because like when you we have the Avengers license, like that game should have been awesome as hell. And who knows? Like maybe it is awesome as hell. And we just have to play it to like feel feel what it's like. But like looking at it, it does not look like an awesome game. Yeah. And I I I also just I again, I just hate playing multiple characters. And I feel like it would have been better if you chose one person and then like the Avengers cast works around you kind of thing. Well, and it's also right now it's release date September 4th. So that's about a month away (laughs) right like a month and two days (laughs) yeah so and it's coming out before next gen i don't know we'll see (laughs) yeah that'll be interesting to watch uh we got splinter cell anime from john wick creator uh (laughs) where the john wick creator is going to be the writer executive producer also just give me the fucking splinter cell game hey maybe it'll come out now that guy got fired the one i mean i handled all the ubisoft games i hope to god because well, apparently is, he canceled a lot of shit and yeah. let, didn't let a lot of stuff through. So maybe, maybe if he didn't let Splinter Cell through, good riddance, you know? He's probably yeah. like, well, how can a Splinter Cell game be an open world? Uh, <laughs> you like, can't climb towers open in the world map. game. <laughs> just like, uh, just like Assassin's Creed. And they're like, well, <laughs> we don't want to do that type of game. We just want to make cool missions. No, no. So now that he's fired, yeah, maybe the Splinter Cell guy is like, Ooh. Then wait for this chance. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I just like that they like the anime sounds super dope because like partnering with a John Wick guy, I feel like it's going to hopefully nail the like gunplay. Although it has me a little worried because like I'm not that I'm worried since it's an anime, but like um, it sounds more like it to be actiony instead of stealthy. But mm. <laughs> also, I don't know what else John Wick guy has done. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's look. And he's the writer and executive producer. So I feel like he doesn't have much producer power because uh, executive producers pretty much. I'm just getting paid to be here, right? <laughs> let's see, John. Wick. I just get paid to show up and work. Right. Yeah. But it's already been received a two season, 16 episode order from Netflix. So yeah. that makes okay. me happy. So he's literally only done John Wick. Ah, cool, 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 cool. I mean, he, he worked as a stunt double for Keanu Reeves. In the Matrix oh. series, is that how they met? I wonder. Maybe. Um, yeah, that's about it. And then he was <laughs> the second unit director for the reshoots of Birds of Prey, the second uh. Uh, Harley Quinn movie. That's crazy. Never saw that. I didn't either. I need. I need to though. He's doing a reboot of the Highlander franchise. Oh Jesus! He's, <laughs> uh doing a film of the comic book Kill or Be Killed and then John Wick 4. So, Okay. He's married to fellow stunt performer Heidi Moneymaker. <laughs> who That's worked, her last name? Hold on. Who worked as Scarlett Johansson's double as Black Widow. Holy macaroni. So this man's got exceptional taste. <laughs> He's like, look, I can't get Scarlett Johansson the real one, so I'm going to get her doppelganger true 
And her name's Heidi Moneymaker. Right? With a name like that. (laughs) (laughs) She's definitely making money, dude. It's a pretty dope-ass name. She doesn't even really look like Scarlett Johansson, so that's interesting. Mm. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the things is like watching uh, like behind the scenes of movies. Like, There's so many stunt performers that are like very like don't look like them at all, and it's just the back shot with a wig on. And you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's blah blah blah. And then some people are like spot on, like body doubles. You're like, oh shit, that looks exactly like him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I sent you guys uh, the image. Yeah, that is funny. How sometimes like, it's like she doesn't look at all like Scarlett Johansson to me. Oh, yeah, no. it's got to be that's got to be a wig thing, right? <laughs> that's yeah. got to be the the shots that it just shows Scarlett Johansson doing like a, a, yeah. t- a takedown with. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently she was also Brie Larson's. Oh, and uh, Captain Marvel as well. Hey, I mean they can make uh, Princess Leia come back from the dead, so you know. <sighs> <laughs> I can do anything. I can. Do. Uh, I ran across an article that is literally EA explains why Star Wars Squadrons is priced lower. I wanted to see what you guys thought before I read the article. Okay. Why do you think Star Wars Squadrons is only forty dollars, <laughs> Kyle? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Probably just to appeal more to the masses and Ooh. sell more. Because I mean, if you sixty dollar game. All that stuff, I, I don't know if people will dive right in. But okay. if you offer it for 40 bucks, I feel like you'll get a, a lot faster out the gate sales. If, sure. you're, especially if you're not wanting to wait that long to yeah. see if your product gets money. I like it. Nick? Uh, I mean, I just assume that it's a, not a like a very large game. It's yeah. Which seems to me like that's what they're saying is that it's a very like um, slim or like narrow experience, but it's very deep. Sure. So, you know, that's kind of what I imagine. It's yeah. You fucking nailed it. It's really that <laughs> it's a, uh, we don't have a lot. Basically it was mm. their, their quote. That's they nice. said, we always look at games and we want to make sure we are providing the greatest value. And you know, games all have a different scale and most of our games right now have a huge scale. We designed this game to really focus on what we heard from consumers, which is one of the greatest fantasies, and that's to be able to fly a fighter and be in a dogfight. So it doesn't have the breadth of some of our games, but it is still an incredible game, and that's why we chose this price. <laughs> yeah, cause, like looking at the gameplay, it, it looks sick. Like I'm, I mean, it, really excited for it. I am genuinely very excited for this game. This and Microsoft Flight Simulator, I am very hyped for. <laughs> yeah, Flight Simulator looks <laughs> fucking dope as shit. Dude, and it looks insane. Although it's it's coming to VR, but it only is coming to uh, Reverb G2 or something at launch. And then the that. other headsets are coming later. So I haven't even heard of Reverb G2. Right? Literally never heard of it. It's got more resolution than even like a uh, Oculus uh, Rift S2. Okay. And so it was developed in particular with that one so that it could take uh, oh, full advantage HP. of all the extra stuff. So it's Hewlett Packard. $600 headset. I mean, that's not the worst for having better resolution than the Oculus, but I feel like the appeal of an Oculus is like market share because you have so many games that make games or like so many people that make games for the Oculus. But yeah, Rogue Squadrons, I am so excited for because I like being able to play the entire game in multiplayer and single player included with a headset like I'm so excited. Like it's not a VR game necessarily, but it's built to work with it. And I, 
I can't wait. It's going to be hilarious, though, if we all get it and then you guys are like flying in dogfights and I'm I've got my headset on and you you two are doing totally good. And I'm not because I've got a headset on. (laughs) Brandon, there's someone on your tail. I can't see them because I have to actually turn around. (laughs) I'll be like, do you see that capital ship? And Kyle will be like, yep, I see it in 4K. And I'll be like, I do too, man. (laughs) And then Brand's like, I see it in 10, 1280 (laughs) by 726 on my Oculus. Is that that grainy thing over there? I can't see it. Right. (laughs) And I think the Quest even has less resolution than the Rift does. So like, Mm. I'll be like, fucking 480, I can't see shit. (laughs) Is that an asteroid? 1440 by 16. Hundred. Oh, well, that's better than I thought. So yeah, like seven twenty p ish. Oh, apparently squadrons will not include a next gen upgrade. Mm, Interesting. I mean, I guess maybe there's not much to do because <laughs> yeah. you would you would still have to load the map on like the server because it's a multiplayer right. <laughs> game. So like, you know, and maybe they're doing like I mean, Ghost of Tsushima showed that you don't need an SSD to achieve insanely fast loads. Like that game, I was like, I would be blown away that that that's not on the SSD because like, well, what's crazy is they even like extended the load times because it was loading too. Yeah, fast. like they so wanted people... to show you at least <laughs> one tip. Yeah. yeah. So I was Which like, it's hilarious because it's like I never heard anyone complain that things were loading too fast. Yeah. I told Heather that. I was like, yeah, apparently they, they made it longer so that you could read a tip. And she's like, why don't you just want it faster, though? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, 100%. I wish that was an option where I could just be like, hey, maybe let's do that. Yeah, Which they also yeah. have fucking the tutorials on. And like, uh, I was fighting. I'm like, I'm 30 hours in now. And uh-huh. I'm like fighting this like brute and I'm using the wrong stance. But like I was doing it because he literally needed one more hit and I was about to go fight another dude. Mm-hmm. And the game stopped me and gave me the tutorial of how to change stances because I should fight it with the brute stance. And I was like, <laughs> game, we're 30 hours in. Maybe let's turn this shit off. Maybe it just is there really nothing stuck. in the accessibility. That <laughs> it's like, how the hell is this guy 30 hours in? And it doesn't know how to change his fucking stance. You fucking moron. All right. Uh, yeah, there is a way to turn it off, Kyle. But I didn't know that until I was Googling it. Because I was like 30 hours in. <laughs> I was like, how the what, is anyone else getting this fucking thing? And, it it yeah. really popped up because he kept doing it over and over and over again. Yeah. The game's like, hey, <laughs> hey this guy, does yeah. this guy get it? Or yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a, it or <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna fucking do it, or we just, you know, oh, here, boy, funny. here, boy, <laughs> follow the treats. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, when, when I read the squadrons quote, I was like, this is. I was like, I thought that was kind of obvious that like this wasn't a huge game. That's why it was cheaper. But yeah, apparently we needed an article for that. <laughs> here, boy. Come oh, get it, boy. Oh, that's funny. Uh, how excited are you about Anthem next, guys? What? <laughs> so we had Anthem next. Bioware reveals changes to loot and weapons. It's still Ooh. under development, y'all. That's pretty much yeah. all I wanted to say about it. Cool. I'm glad it's under development <laughs> for a game that's yeah. two years old. <laughs> I read through the stuff too, and it's like, <laughs> like this is a this is just making the game okay. Like the, I mean, all these that, systems exactly. is like, this is just what it should have been from the start. And the problem is, is like no one, no one gives a fuck about that game anymore. 
I know. Just I no one like, cares. I was hyped about it when it came in. I bought it. I played it, and I regretted everything. <laughs> well, it's, and it's hard too because, like, it you know, it's just stuff we've talked about with like Sony. Like Anthem came out and then just blew itself up, and now it has to reprove itself. And it's like, what are yeah, you? It's their own doing because they were like, oh yeah, this game's amazing. Like it's gonna right. be so awesome. And then you got into it, and you're like, that that's it. <laughs> I mean, I remember when I was torn because I had quit SRC and was like, I only have money to buy one game. Do I get Division or Anthem? Yeah. And you had bought Anthem, and I was like, I really want to fucking play Anthem. And I ended up going Division, but it took me like a month to figure out what to do. But it was such a better idea that you went that <laughs> than the other because <laughs> you would have been highly disappointed and really pissed off at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Cause so I, sad. Because I was still trying to like get you to get um anthem at that point yeah well because i think you were you were a couple days into it and you were enjoying it and you're like yeah, I it think this fun. Be better then, with two people yeah it's definitely one of those games that i was like this needs to have more people playing at the same time right. but then it also took that turn of well it's actually you know the game is very short yeah yeah so it and then there wasn't a whole lot of stuff that changed once you got into it. So then it was just <laughs> like it's sad, too, because I still remember the demo when they jump off the tower and fly. It's, it's and I was like, that is probably the best part of the entire game. Just the ability yeah. to fly around and just have fun with it like that. But yeah. that can't, I can't sell a whole game. <laughs> yeah, 100 percent. And that's what I think they're trying to do. They're like, oh, you can basically just be like Iron Man and go do whatever the hell you want. And it's like, <laughs> it's a cool concept at the beginning. But if that's all you're going off of, like the fighting and stuff was kind of cool, but it got very repetitive and not a whole lot changed. So it was like, why am I doing the same thing over and over and over and over again? Right. It looked like they tried to take like a little bit of a destiny too, because like I, I mean I never played it, but like with their lightning class or whatever, it was like this looks a lot like a destiny power up. But yeah, and yeah, it it just got a little overrated real quick when you got planned into it, and it was like there's not really a whole lot going on here, really. All right, Kyle, I'm gonna read through the list of things that they announced. Let me know if this makes you want to play the game. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Can They're I going to respect no. your time. <laughs> They're going to respect your time. Increase the frequency of loot drops. Loot is viable more often. Uh, all loot rarities have strategic value throughout progression. Yeah? Mm, that sounds like yeah. no. No? Okay. How about this, Kyle? Embrace choice. They're going to pursue, You can pursue specific loot without relying on randomness alone. Quests, specialized vendors, unique loot tables. And you can modify your loot, including re-rolling inscriptions and leveling of items. That just sounds like it should have been stuff from the get-go. What about creative rewarding loot experience? <laughs> loot feels exciting and more noticeable when it drops and is celebrated when collected. And rare enemies, aka walking treasure chests, create exciting moments to get a burst of loot all at once. Mm, that sounds like a uh, a really shitty, like, it almost seems like it's putting me down for getting loot. <laughs> <laughs> so like, about- here you go, good boy, here you go, here's your loot. <laughs> We're glad that you were able to do this. Here you go. Let me just pat you a little bit. Good job. <laughs> we'll make the screen shake and pretty effects happen to make you keep playing. Yeah, it's like, no, that seems stupid. Like, what about this gal? Oh, keep it accessible Jesus. and immediate. 
Reveal and equip loot right away. Complete revamp of the equipment sheet, including a detailed stat sheet. Or in the equipment sheet can be accessed from anywhere, allowing you to easily see what you've equipped in each slot. Was that not a thing? Uh, I'm pretty sure that was a thing. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you can't see what you've got equipped in each slot? Yeah, like the drops were terrible. Like, Were they? That was probably like one of the worst parts about the entire game was that you would just like keep playing and either you would get absolutely nothing or you get a whole bunch of shit that you couldn't use and then you just have to like scrap it all. And it's like, but I've been playing with the same gun for like three hours now. <laughs> I'd like a new gun. And I can't. Yeah. And well, you could keep, you would keep going and you'd just be like, am I going to get anything new? And then <laughs> you would never have it. That's such a weird game. So yeah, it, it would get frustrating because it's like you'd get nothing. What about this guy? We're about reliability <laughs> of equipment and rewards. Each equipment, each item, sorry, has an inscription budget based on its power and rarity. No more useless items because they were missing must-have inscriptions. And exceptional items are about getting the exact types of bonuses you want instead of maxing values on every bonus. I'm in. <laughs> we got him. We got him with the last ones. Yes, sign me up for something I will never play again. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like not only did they screw themselves on launch, the updates don't sound like enough. You know? No, I mean it, the updates sound like stuff that a majority of the stuff probably should have already been there from the get go, but yeah. now they're just like, oh well, this seems like a good idea, and it makes it seem like it's going to enhance the game so much. And it's like, well, right. no, you're just adding the stuff that should have already been there. So like, this is basic <laughs> things we expect in a game in 2020. Right. Yeah. Like, and like they even uh, add scale for the future and it's that your power cap can be easily increased and the loot system scales accordingly. Well, you're telling me that I, my loot system didn't scale with me. I feel <laughs> like that's just the thing that happens in MMOs now. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that was wrong. Like you would be playing and you get guns that were like, levels and levels below you and were you fighting like enemies your level too sometimes okay. sometimes you'd fight enemies at your level and then other times you would find a majority of the time i feel like you would find enemies that were way below you so you were just like ah. OP, you'd be like three shots and they're dead because <laughs> i feel like that's the that's what keeps destiny so interesting is like no matter who you're fighting you're getting something interesting yeah like if you go help a buddy with a raid that's level 10 and you're level whatever, like you're still getting loot that matters to you. Yeah, and, like, and it's you still have a reason to go do you. it, right? And like yeah. to not have that in 2020 on a online game, I feel like is just the bare minimum. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not I'm not excited for it. I mean, I think their only thing they could potentially do to redeem themselves at all would make it free to play, but I doubt they're going to do that. Yeah, because. Yep just to they might have to do a little bit of like destiny's table and free to play it to try to get people in just to play the damn thing i mean that'd be the best way for me and my brain for them to get people to go because i'm not going to buy it like unless it is free to play on game pass those are the only two ways that i'll download that game and try it out yeah i i yeah i regret spending the 70 dollars on it (laughs) because i got the freaking deluxe edition too because I was like, oh, this game was going to be dope as hell. And then it, you right. get it, and it's like an unfinished, half baked game. They, you know, two years later, still trying to fucking fix it. 
<laughs> it stinks too because Bioware, like I remember working at GameStop in Urbana and being like on GameStop TV, they were like, everything Bioware touches turns to gold. And it's like, we are far from that era now. Yeah, it's like, this is hot garbage. <laughs> um, so the Halo developer uh, addresses criticism for the Xbox show. Um, so the thing that sucks out the most to me when they were talking about the stuff is like how their excuse was basically like, this is a couple weeks old version of the game. And I feel like if it's a couple weeks old, like it shouldn't be that hot garbage. That's a shitty excuse. (laughs) Right. How much is really going to change in a couple weeks? Like if it was like a couple months old, then exactly. But a couple weeks, it's like, uh, is that much really going to change in a couple weeks or what? (laughs) You didn't put a shader on that was supposed to be on and it was going to make everything (laughs) magically get like godly. This was uh, this was their quote. It's a little bit long, so I apologize. But based on our learnings from Halo 4, 5, and Halo Wars 2, along with strong community feedback, we decided to shift towards the legacy aesthetics that define the original trilogy. With Infinite, we're returning to a more classic art style, which has a key message of going back to the very first reveal that garnered enthusiastic and positive responses. This translates to a more vibrant palette, cleaner models, and objects with less noise, though it doesn't mean less detail. While we appreciate this may not be everyone's personal preference, we stand by this decision and are happy to see it resonating with so many fans around the world. The second theme discussed involves visual fidelity. Negative feedback in this area includes comments around characters and objects being flat, simplistic, and plastic-like. Lighting feeling dull and flat and object pop-in. We've read your comments, we've seen the homemade examples of retouched content, and yes, we've heard the digital foundry assessments. In many ways, we are in agreement here. We do have work to address some of these areas and raise the level of fidelity and overall presentation for the final game. The build used to run the campaign demo was a work in progress from several weeks ago with a variety of graphical elements and game systems still being finished and polished. While some of the feedback was expected and speaks to areas already in progress, other aspects of the feedback have brought new opportunities and considerations to light that the team is taking very seriously and working to assess. We don't have firm answers or outcomes to share yet, but the team is working as quickly as possible on plans to address some of the feedback around detail, clarity, and overall fidelity. The team is committed and focused on making sure we have a beautiful world for players to explore when we launch. I just thought it was interesting that they're literally like, it's a couple weeks old build, guys, so uh, chill yeah. out. A couple weeks is the, <laughs> the part that kills me. It's like, like I'm not in game development, but I can't imagine a couple weeks really changes that much uh, yeah. graphically. Like, because well, we're pretty I, close to launch at this point. Like, when you're not even putting the fucking multiplayer in the game. That's the thing. The damn thing is going to launch without multiplayer. So you've had yeah. fucking five years to so they, do they did come out. Player. Multiplayer is coming. Right. It's coming, but it's not at launch. It's free to play, too. I you thought know, it was going to be at launch. No, it's coming after launch, I thought. That was the we had a rumor of that, but I think they uh, they said that it was going to come out with because that's going to suck if they don't even launch with multiplayer. Yeah, because it says we can confirm multiplayer will be free to play and will support 120 FPS. More details will be shared soon. So I don't. Halo Infinite multiplayer will be free to launch at uh, will be free to play at launch. Okay. But is that launch multiplayer launch? Well, right. I read yeah. that as it's it's not actually in the game. It, they're making it. Well, the different. issue is that their Halo is now going to turn into Call of the Duty, and they okay. want, they're having a battle pass. Okay, this is a GameSpot article. Halo Infinite multiplayer is coming on launch day despite rumors. Oh, okay. So 343 yeah. came out and said that it is coming. Yeah, and they and it's like, you know, that's going to... Sh- if they're trying to sell this game as a um, campaign game and stuff, I feel like a lot of people are not going to buy it and they'll just bypass to play multiplayer. Yeah. And 
buy a battle pass, which they're probably okay with because they'll just make all their money off the battle pass system. hundred percent. Maybe that's, that's why we have such a shitty story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be if we're focusing on multiplayer and not single player. Yeah. Well, especially if multiplayer is going to be free to play 120 yeah. FPS and all that jazz. It's like, <laughs> they're definitely like, cause I, I mean, that's where they're going to make their money, right? Like they're well, how many people are going to just keep playing through the story and how many right. people are going to go and play the, you know, quote unquote, legendary, halo multiplayer that we all right. know it once again shows the why i hate game pass because they went okay we'll give a little bit of a cool kind of little story but we need to make money on it so let's just microtransaction and battle pass the shit out of multiplayer yeah because i'd be interested to see also how much the battle pass costs yep because they, they want you, they're like, oh, look, here's here. Because I hate when it says it will be free to play. Why wouldn't it be free to play? Halo Infinite is on Game Pass. It's going to be free. Well, I th- yeah, I think it's for like the people that well, don't I have Game it, Pass. I get it, but you're like, you're half shelling that, you know, you, you're like, it's a little disgenuous being like, oh, it's free to play. It's like, okay, so it's free to play for the 20 million people. How many people are going to play fucking Halo multiplayer? that don't already have an Xbox with game pass, like, right. And especially who's going to you're in that group. You're really going after the people that are already playing COD Fortnite, and, um, apex. Cause those yeah. are the free players that are, and it's like, well, guys, they're already invested two, three years into those ecosystems. You know, well, it's interesting too because they're not launching with a battle royale, and I feel like in 2020, if you don't have a battle oh, royale, yeah, they literally said they're not interested at all in that, right? And like, because like Halo multiplayer would be cool to go back to and play, but I feel like it's not going to hold your attention. But I am, mm. I, I feel like they're hoping that nostalgia will take over a little bit, and everyone, like, you know, yeah. that still plays like Halo 5's multiplayer, yeah. Yeah, we'll just jump over because let me see here. Halo 5. Because I mean, I'll test out Halo multiplayer. Like, I I do, yeah, I, I did I, enjoy I, Halo multiplayer. Play, yeah. I would probably definitely play it, but yeah. But it is interesting, like, without coming out with a battle royale, I feel like that's just a weird. But I mean, maybe that's their thing is maybe instead of trying to fight uh, battle royales, they're just going to be like, hey, yeah. we don't have that shit. Come play a chillaxed multiplayer experience I don't over think on you the. Could, yeah, it would just be a waste. I mean, there's there's games that do battle royale and they're already there so yeah. like it's like what battlefield tried to do like that it's fire fighting just shit you know yeah. it's kind of oversaturated at this point too yeah. you know yeah it's like i don't want another battle royale like you know you're either into them at this point or you're not and i think and we already have that uh like even um arena shooters are kind of oversaturated now with Valorant and CSGO yeah. and um, oh, what's the new Overwatch. one from Overwatch? Uh, Hyperscape? Hyperscape, well, yeah. I'll say Hyperscape is kind of like Apex at this point, but yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it's already real saturated, so I think it's like, like Kyle was saying is they just really want the old school, like, team deathmatch yeah. crowd to Capture like the flag, team yeah. deathmatch, all that old school shit. Now, I would be dope. I would be okay if they brought back like um, firefight zombie. Oh, dude. Oh, uh, firefight. Was I was good actually shit. really depressed. I was actually that was I was like, oh, me, Kyle and Brandon playing some firefight. That's going to be dope. And then I was like, oh, it never made it into this game. So right. <laughs> I so went. I went zombie multiplayer. 
Yeah, zombie was cool too. Shotgun. On zombie and battle uh, battle rifles only. Now, good news is is Halo ODST is in testing for PC, and it had firefight. So we, yeah. we us three, might uh, be able to play that soon. That'd be dope. Yeah, yeah. Because I was I think I was talking to Brandon about it the other day is that I got on uh, Game Pass on PC, and it said that both. Halo ODST and Halo 4 are supposed to still come out to Game Pass PC by the end of 2020. I mean, I guess so. we could all play Reach. That has Firefight, too. I was going to say, I thought Reach had Firefight. Because I think, I think I that's where I played more. Was it? Uh, did we? I thought we played it all on yeah, I did ODST. Because that's okay. when we played like, hours on in on <laughs> Firefight. Was that, that? I guess that was the first one to have Firefight, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah. you that. Okay. You guys made it really far on that one map. The it, it was the old zoo on Earth or whatever. Yeah, the one there was that yeah. big fortress in the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we made it like four hours one night. <laughs> Dude, that was constant. crazy. And it was a school night, and that sucked. We had so many kills, and we just had to kill ourselves, or so many lives, and we just had to kill ourselves. It was I like just two a.m. The... and we had to go to school <laughs> the next day. <laughs> that freaking like night mode just... or whatever. The uh, ODST yeah. with the visors. That was so dope. Night maps are so much fun. They need to be more pervasive. Like Apex Legends had a small like rotation of night maps for a second. It and it was cool. so cool. Yeah. It just changes like I, things up a little bit, you know? Yeah, I just I love it. Like I, I understand like it's not for everybody and like, you know, forcing people because like Apex Legends has a map rotation instead of like choosing where where what lobby you want to jump into. Yeah, you have a couple um, hours here and a couple hours there. <sighs> yeah, like if you just had like a 30 minute rotation of a night map, that'd be dope. But yeah, no, I'm excited. I, I'm I'm excited. I'm I am interested in Halo because I want to play Halo, but yeah. I don't want to play Halo, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not I'm not over the moon cyberpunk hyped for Halo, but I am excited for a new Halo. So that you're completely different than me. I'm so apathetic. I could give a shit less about it. Unless if it, I, it comes out and it's a fucking 10 out of 10 and it's like all the <laughs> multiplayer is like so good and it's like <laughs> it's Halo 2 level newness, then I'll be like, okay, sweet. I'll get into it. But like, I honestly, the rest of it, I could just care less about. I think like, I definitely, I'll definitely play it, but. I, at this point, I'm I'm hoping for the best, but I'm not also going in with a whole lot of confidence. expectation. Yeah, yeah. No, because it's definitely seems like it's 100% geared that they want to make all their money off of game or off their battle um, pass now. Yeah, because they're not especially with really the going money free. If it's going to Game Pass, right? Well, I hate I hate battle passes honestly myself because like. I'm paying money to unlock stuff in a game that I've already maybe potentially already paid for. Cause it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's Halo is <laughs> weird because y- y- that game is going to be on sale for $60 on steam. I was going to say, cause y- you're, you're in both situations there. Cause like yeah. apex, we it, apex is the first battle pass that caught, like, I feel like I have paid for. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's the, and I, I love doing that cause it's my way of supporting the devs. Cause right. I don't buy anything it's else. free. Yep. Right. But it's free. And that's exactly whereas like in Halo, it's free for me, but not for everybody. Yeah. So like if I do really enjoy the Halo multiplayer experience, then like buying a battle pass for ten dollars every three months or whatever would be OK. Mm-hmm. But like that's only because I haven't paid for the game, you know, right. 
and I'm not even paying for buy, buy, uh, Game Pass. You're so essentially, I'm like, it's like what Kyle me. said. You're essentially telling the people that will buy it off of Game Pass that you're spending $60 for this campaign. Yeah. Because the, the whole multiplayer is free for everyone. So, like, that's that's just what insults me a little bit is that it seems like the campaign is so secondary to making money in the multiplayer. It's like, honestly, why'd you even make a freaking campaign? I think the campaign's a pretty big focus. I just think that the multiplayer is what keeps people playing. Yeah. I don't know. See, I take away the complete opposite. I think the story that they went with is weird. The campaign, like they're over here like, oh, this is weeks old build. It's like, there's just a lot of red flags to me that It was like, hey, here's 50 people. You work on the campaign because no one fucking cares about this. And, (laughs) uh, you know, we clearly showed in Halo 5 that multiplayer is where Halo, like you're saying, that's where the majority of players play. So let's dump all of our resources into making that mode Mm, better. Yeah. And we can microtransaction the crap out of it. Because if it has a if it has a battle pass, that's fine. But like if that damn game launches with like 50 suits for $15 a piece, you're going to be like, <laughs> Oh, this was a lot of development time. So if you liked Halo Reach's multiplayer, you'll like this, which I remember reach having insane lengths of time in between levels. Like I, mm. cause I remember reach. I, I don't exactly remember, but it, it, I just remember it took forever to unlock stuff and people were pissed off because they were like, man, this is literally going to take me like a thousand hours <laughs> to get the suit of armor that I want. Yeah, like the <laughs> so like, or whatever. Right. So I can totally see them doing that and then being like, hey, you can just buy the Hayabusa armor. Just like spend yeah. $20 on the armor and you'll get yeah. it. But no, I'm, I'm excited mostly because I'm getting it for free on Game Pass and I'm I'm it'll be fun to jump into another Halo game and play through it and like have a seven out of ten or eight out of ten experience and then be like, cool, I'm going to go test test out some multiplayer and then uninstall it. But if I were paying for the game for sixty dollars, I don't think that would happen for a long time. It'd be a bargain uh, buy for me for sure. Yeah. But on Game Pass, I'm excited. I'm it, I'm interested, I guess, is more of uh, where I'm at. Yeah. Although I hope the multiplayer is great because I would love to get some more Halo multiplayer in my life and play that. Although Apex is also dope as shit. So, yeah, you got a lot to live up to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the last article that I had was Blizzard is testing being able to switch Covenants and their World of Warcraft expansion. So uh, in Shadowlands, you have four different factions you can choose from. Um, they're called covenants and they, you basically, you get powerful abilities and cosmetics for siding with them. Um, it's very akin to like, since I haven't played since burning crusade, it's pretty much burning crusade, but, um, I like you say that, but you've played like five expansions after burning crusade. Yeah, but I haven't like really played played, you know, (laughs) I guess. Cause I, I don't know the story at all from burning crusade onwards. Yeah, you do. You, You spent three hours watching those videos, didn't you? Yeah, and I forget all of them to be honest. Like I know, I know that Arthas is the Lich King, and then you fight, you beat him, and then the Dragon Dude fucks up the world, and then I don't remember anything else after that. Those are like the big staples of the story that I actually understand. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so supposedly you're supposed to be able to make the decision and join a covenant, and then that was kind of like where you were locked into. Um. And then, then the beta server they are now testing and being able to swap away from any covenant at any time. So that's literally all I got there. Makes sense. I mean, I don't understand why they would have made a permanent, like you've always been able to change like, um, 
like even all the way back to the original game, you could change between having reputation with Booty Bay and the Blood Sail Pirates or whatever. Yeah. So like, or uh, the Scryers and the Outdoor, you could always switch between them. Or you know, all the all those third party factions, you've been able to change. So it makes sense that because mm-hmm. that would suck to cha- to pick a fact a covenant <laughs> and then you have to locked. play another character to get the next covenant and then you're like and then that just brings the balance issue too because like what if one covenant's better and you always have right. to choose that covenant if you're like a warrior so, <laughs> right it's a uh, yeah it, it's felt like if they're if they are locking you into one it's 100 percent of replayability like hey make an alt and then uh join this covenant see what see what's different yep essentially get you to play through four times right exactly and that's all I have, guys. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Kyle, did you bring the hype? Uh, I did find a pretty cool article about oh. uh, ghosts. I don't know if you guys saw this on... I saw a thing in IGN that the weather in the game actually changes based off of your play style. I saw that. Which I thought is really dope. Like The further you go down the ghost aspect the darker the game becomes and the more it rains as someone that goes uh, down the ghost path a lot uh <laughs> it's, it's literally yes yeah my, my game was... is eternally stormy yeah and that's that's why and i think that's, that's awesome cool. that it like literally changes the game based off of your play style that is really cool it reminds me a lot of like dishonored's mechanic where uh there were more rats or disease or whatever like the more wow. people you killed oh yeah i remember that yeah because like the world kept getting crappier. Yeah, and I thought yes. that that was a really cool mechanic. Because so it'd be true. Like if you're wiping out the whole government, <laughs> there's like there's <laughs> no one to like do any policies or like if you just keep killing all the guards, there's no guards left in the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cool. But no, I saw that. And I I thought that was a really cool mechanic for the game. Ghost of Tsushima yeah. is such a cool game. Like. Every time I turn it on, I lose three hours of my life and it just disappears. <laughs> I haven't played for like two weeks. I know, I need to get back on <laughs> this train. What's interesting is you guys are not alone. There are so many people that I watch on Twitch or whatever are like, yeah, no, this is going to be a long burn for me. Or like, like someone yeah. was like, yeah, I'm going to play this game like throughout the rest of the year. Yeah. And it's like, man, it seems to be a universal thing. Like, are we all just exhausted from Last of Us? No, Probably. I think we're exhausted from 2020. Like that the actual too. year, like yeah, because <laughs> I like Ashley was showing me on like TikTok and stuff. Like people are already doing Christmas videos, and like all the coffee places that I buy coffee <laughs> from are doing Christmas in July, and like Hallmark's putting on Christmas movies, and like everyone's just so fucking done with this year. <laughs> so I think there's just a lot of apathy around, and it's yeah. like I, I just don't want to. Everyone's like, I just don't want to play any more video games because that's all I've done for seven months. <laughs> like. Yeah, I just want to go to a good, freaking, you know, roller coaster. It's good to turn to, but it's starting to get to the point where it's, like, hard to keep excited about things sometimes, too. Yeah. Yeah. And we're in that lull. We're, we're in the the end of summer lull of games. So it's, like, really outside of, like, Cyberpunk and Valhalla, which aren't coming until November. You don't have a lot left. There's not a lot left. Yeah. It's a lot of either play older games that you are, you know, keep playing multiplayer games. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I keep turning to like other games to play through. Like I, I have a, uh, 
a routine that I got into a little bit where I play like random games in the afternoon and then I stream at night. Mm-hmm. And like my random games are just like I, I like I played Warframe and City Skyline and like literally anything I could think of that. I'm just like, oh, I've wanted to try this stuff like, out. Yeah, just yeah. jumping into random things. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, and it also ex- like uh, extends my time with Ghost of Tsushima. So I don't beat it as fast. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, it's interesting. That's for sure. Yeah, is I definitely need to jump back into it because I, I do want to play it. But it's like sometimes I just, you know don't have the yeah. hype for myself to like jump in <laughs> and be like dive into that long of a game too. Right. right. I saw Cause like what? last of us did take a lot out of me. Cause you know, had to go through and try to hammer it out before ghost came out too. Right. Right. And it's a deep game and emotional on top of it. So you're like, yeah, fucking you're getting hit in all the feels and you're already getting hit in all the feels in fucking real life. So you're <laughs> like, Oh Jesus. That and the fact that, you know, Ghost is, you know, a big open world. It's not like a direct on point game that you could just go boom, 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 done. Like, right. Yeah. There's so much random shit to go do that makes it, you know, a lot of you had to put a lot of effort into it as well. Right. Yeah. It's another reason I'm looking forward to Flight Simulator. It's just a game that I can <laughs> fucking fly my plane around, you know, mindlessly do stuff. Someone <laughs> did an article and they're like, this is the perfect like um, traveling game during quarantine. Uh. So. Well, and it takes real time, which I'm I'm both ways about, like because someone was doing a flight from San Francisco to Vegas uh-huh. and it takes an hour and a half in real life to make that flight. And it takes an hour and a half in game to make that flight. That's and so it's literally like, you know, real scale. And yeah. it's like, this is cool, but also not cool, because if I want to fly from like New York to England, like it's going to take me eight hours. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I want to fucking fly. Like I, I'm going to fly around over Brandon and I'm just going to like be like, oh, there's my house. And then <laughs> fly over to Dayton and be like, oh, there's my apartment. And then, yeah, it's going to be dope. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I mean, I, I'm going to literally load it up and like fly from Columbus to Urbana. <laughs> That's the first thing I'm going to do. I just want to see like what the streaming technology is. Yeah, mm. I've heard that a lot of the small towns are not like the best just because like Bing gets because they have the AI code that tries to like figure out what the building looks like. Yeah. And mm. they were saying that sometimes the buildings are just wrong. But he's like, I only really noticed that flying over my bumfuck nowhere uh, town. And right. I was like, OK, cool. So my Urbana house is going to be like a skyscraper or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't supposed to be there. Yeah. When's um, that come out? Uh, soon. I think it's like a month or two. Uh, I think it's a month, but I don't know. Uh, August 18th. All right. 19 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm so excited. Yeah. And there's like, uh, it is interesting because the game pass one is there's like four different versions of the game. Okay. So each one has like different airports and uh, airplanes because they there's of course you can go to any airport on any of them. But like the team has went in and um, oh, like handcrafted airports. So like, oh, one of them is like it looks just like it would in real life. Ah, okay, yeah. So there's standard and then deluxe and then premium deluxe, which the premium deluxe is fucking one hundred and twenty dollars. Damn. Yeah. I just want I want it to come to Rift and then be able to put my headset on and get my joystick and then just fucking I'll be in there for hours. <laughs> and they'll come in and be like, Brandon, it's dinner time. I'll be like, babe, I've got two more hours of the flight. I'm going to need in-flight service. <laughs> yeah, like the $120 does Amsterdam, Cairo, Cape Town, Chicago. Not even going to try to pronounce that. Uh, Denver, <laughs> Dubai, Frankfurt, 
Heathrow, San Francisco, and the one that Aldofo Suarez Madrid Barajas. That's a classic airport. Yeah. <laughs> so now I don't think I, that's great for the people that have like joysticks and cockpits, but right. I don't care enough about this game to buy it. So, which is coming yeah, to game pass, right? Yeah. At least I guess I've been under assumption. I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> oh no. I'm assuming it's coming to game pass. It better come to game pass. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Except for launch on August 18th for PC and also with the Xbox game pass for PC. Now, interesting. Do you just get the base one, or do you get? I would assume you just get the base one, right? Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, just the, just standard, the base one, which is so twenty standard edition for yeah. the airports. Because that's be my little... thing, though. Why is it sixty more dollars for ten more airplanes and ten more airports? I feel like it's got to be just because. <laughs> like now, I've ne- I've never really played a flight simulator game other than we were really really young. It had no idea what and I was had doing. had no idea. So maybe it just really, they like, like literally the physics are different for every single airplane. And like, I mean, watching the guy, there was an IGN video where they were, he was flying, he was in the Vegas uh, or the San Francisco to Vegas flight. Mm-hmm. And like watching him, like it, it's pretty realistic. <laughs> like when you, when he's taking off from the initial airport, he has to request clearance for the flight spaces. What? And he's it's literally like, uh, he's like Alpha Bravo moving into Alpha, like beta airspace requesting uh, <laughs> approval. And then you, he gets approval and he can move up. And it's like, if this is the level of quality in this game, like this is going to be, this is a lot of detail. We're going to be in Discord and I'm going to be like, Bran, have you figured out how to fly? And he'll be like, no, it's been six and a half hours and I can't get out of the airport. <laughs> I've been literally on the ground the entire time. <laughs> oh, shoot. The idea to keep talking to him continuously, too. Like, I think it's like the game does it, but I do think you have to hit like a button to request airspace or whatever. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. But it says you can play Microsoft Flight Simulator standard with Game Pass. Like, it's going to be so much fun. The only thing is, I wish that they, I, I, I don't know if it's even in the game, but I wish that they would make like a, like a business, like in Truck Simulator, you start a business, you know? Like, it would be so cool to, like, move up from, like, a little bush plane to, like, delivering shit in Alaska to, like, now nah, I'm running a global empire of planes. Like, that'd be dope as hell. Yeah. I'd play the shit out of that. I was trying to see how big it was. Like, uh, right now, it's just the pre-order license, so it's 20 megabytes. Okay. I think the requ- the system requirements had the size on it, didn't it? Oh, yeah, that's true. Because it was, like, 100 gigs or something. Which, it's, like, a beefy game. Oh, 150 gigs. Let's see. What do I need? Ideal spec. Ryzen 7 2700X. Okay, good. An RTX 2080. I would assume my 2070 Super is kind of equivalent to that. (laughs) 8 gigs of VRAM. I I have that. 32 gigs of fucking... I don't have that. Yeah, I I thought I was upping up uh, quite a bit going with my 32 gigs of RAM. And then seeing Flight Simulator, I'm like, Jesus Christ, good thing I went with 32. Yeah. I think it's going to be pretty demanding. Yeah, it's crazy how how much it's going to be taxing. This is also interesting. This is the first like PC game in a while that I've seen like usually recommended is just that's like recommended. It's very rare to see this ideal. It's got to be because like they really want you to experience the game pretty. Like, yeah, I'm just imagining like a bunch of grandpas around the globe are building their little simulator cockpits with like, all right, what what specs do I need? Okay, oh, dude, 
$1,800 computer, done. I'm going to Flight Simulator subreddit. Because <laughs> I it's bet be some... they are, yeah. Like, they're sitting there around is... in a coffee, airport coffee shop, like in Urbana. <laughs> oh, camp. Come wait. This game there was a place dope. that had an estate sale that we went to at Urbana. And the basement was literally a flight simulator that the guy had created. Uh-huh. And I felt so bad because they, they had passed away, and that's why the estate sale was happening. Um, and he, like... It was it was so cute because you walk into this room and it's literally like 12 monitors uh-huh. around you and then the flight simulator stick. And then he had like a board where all the buttons yeah. were and then he had a microphone. And I was like, this fucking guy was hardcore flight simulator, <laughs> like 12 monitors like Jesus Christ. Oh, they are the the flight sim subreddit is going insane. <laughs> There's just photos like everywhere is there a beta i want to see if i can get into this damn thing but yeah it should be cool it'd be real cool um so with that what have we been playing this week guys if anything hearts of iron hearts of iron shout out fucking swedes need to get back to work (laughs) they've been on summer break now for like two and a half months and it's starting to drive me a little insane i don't know what's coming (laughs) (laughs) props to sweden for giving their employees a well or paradox i guess a two and a half month break, but Nick needs new content. So, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, what have you been playing? Uh, Apex, really. That's about it. I've been playing a lot of games: City Skyline, Warframe, Apex, Ghost of Tsushima. I played Halo Collector's Edition for a little while. Man, you're killing it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, City Skyline, my town is back on track. Everybody, so hey. calm down, we're good. Did you did you get the agriculture figured out? I did. So Yay. I was your recommendation with the bars. I didn't know that was a thing. So ah. I kept building industrial and economic zones trying to make money, yeah. not realizing I have zero demand for that. <laughs> and so I literally, like on my bars, I only had green. Yep. Like, there was no other yeah. yeah, cause and most so of I, the time your town's going to be, I would say, 80, 90% residential. Yeah, and I thought it was going to be like some residential and then mostly economic and then like some industrial up north and like yeah. fucking nah, dude. So now <laughs> nah. it's thriving. Um, I ran into a spot where I had uh, bad f- access to fire departments. So like a okay. lot of houses were catching on fire. Yeah. And then I ran out of electricity and I didn't have enough money to buy another windmill because I'm trying to go all windmill power. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's pretty dope. It, it's a lot of fun because it's a game that like just kills time, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's it's so relaxing. It's just literally like and they have the in-game radio that you just listen to and like. Yeah. Yeah. Which if, if you ever like it, the first the one of the biggest ones I would recommend is Green Cities because then you okay. can really like it makes it very accessible to do like modern green cities like well, with, that would the, be nice. with like the plant walls. So like some of the oh. like those and like um, there's different turbines and like solar power that you can put on your buildings. So there's a lot of good stuff. And then definitely check out the Steam Workshop because there are thousands of really good mods for that game. Like if you want an Audi R8, someone has designed little Audi R8 and then it will drive around in your city. If you want Burger Kings or Starbucks in your cities, there are free mods that add Starbucks into the city. That's awesome. So just definitely me check it out. I'm playing it with the Game Pass, so I don't know if I can get expansion oh. Game Pass. Yeah, they do give me the uh, notice for that. Workshop's dumb, Brandon. You don't need that. Workshop's completely dumb. Don't worry. 
It's stupid shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally forget I said anything. Uh, they do. I mean, in Microsoft Store, they do have like green cities for eleven sixty nine with Game Pass. Yeah, so, like, maybe I can buy it in here and do it. Yeah, you can buy it. the expansions are slowly coming out for the Windows version and okay. the Xbox version because I I don't know if the Windows version is tied to the Xbox. Because if yeah. so, then it's like four or five expansions back. Okay. But I I really honestly don't know. I know that the Windows thing doesn't have mod support, though. Okay. Now, if you but can yeah, no, like, old school mod it, maybe, but who knows? So I think Origin is just now starting to get mods. I saw it the other day. I did see there was one game that we I was getting ready to play. And it had a button on the side and in Game Pass that you could activate mods. And I forget what it was. Because I know, like, so the, the number two subscribed mod on it on Steam is all five, all 25 areas purchasable right from the very beginning. So you can choose, oh, wow. like, where to build your cities and, like, hey, I want a little industrial city over here. And the one I always use, because I always hated it, is the pollution. It gets rid of the, the dying grass. Oh, yeah. I hate that up in my industrial. Yeah, because you're like, I don't understand why having factories literally kills all of my plants around here. Yeah. Well, and I think I told you I had my water towers in my industrial zone because I wanted to keep all the noise up there (laughs) and not realizing that was literally infecting all my water. (laughs) (laughs) That and then elder Uh, care. I was having dead bodies just pile up and I was like, how the fuck do I get dead body? And then I needed to invest in a graveyard because they send out a hearse for the dead people. And I was like, fucking, there we go. There we go. Oh. But no, it's, a, it's been a lot of fun. Warframe was surprisingly a lot of fun. I played that for like two hours. Um, so I'll probably oh, okay. be jumping into that a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, that's about all I got. And with that, that's the that, that wraps up the show. So we've got housekeeping. Um, make sure to check out coupleinterns.com. We've got the blog, the YouTube channel, the Twitch stream. Uh, we live stream Apex Legends quite a bit and play Ghost of Tsushima. I don't really stream much during the day because that's kind of like my time. So yeah, that's about all I got. You guys got anything you want to plug or anything that you're excited for or interested in? I mean, Crusaders King 3 is coming out in a month, so I'm real excited about Ooh. that. New uh, Paradox Grand Strategy. That'll be dope. Yeah, got it pre-ordered, so ready. Hell yeah, dude. Kyle, you got anything you're looking forward to? Not really. COVID yeah. ending? all right well with that thank you all so much for listening hope you enjoyed this is episode 29 of the couple of nerds podcast make sure to like subscribe tell your friends about us if you enjoyed the show stay safe and we'll catch you next time